1: Thanks for joining us today for Ted Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Ethan Kashik. Ethan worked as a commercial roofer for six years before graduating from the University of Wisconsin Whitewater with a degree in occupational health and safety with an emphasis in construction. Following this, he did an internship and he is currently the safety manager for Keller Inc. He also is the wrestling coach for Kimberly High School.
0: Hey, Ethan, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Happy to be here. Excited.
2: I'm happy to have you on here. Ethan and I have been working together for a little while, and I enjoy the energy that you bring to working together. So I'm looking forward to this podcast. I really am uh, pumped up about it. And of course, we brought yeah. Barbara along too, but you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pumped up also. I just show it a little bit different than Ted.
2: <laughs>
0: a little bit and more or totally less, right. you know.
1: Ted has a lot of good energy, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Hey, Ethan, can we just start by, can you explain or tell the audience a little bit about how you got into safety?
0: Yeah, so didn't really know what I wanted to do in college, kind of just went out to college just to get out of my parents' basement. Yeah.
2: You mean, you, you must be the first person ever because everybody else <laughs> knows exactly what they want to do in life, right? <laughs>
1: oh,
0: Exactly, goodness. right? That seems like the common theme. But before leading into college, I worked for our family commercial roofing business for about two and a half years. My dad made me go out and get a blue collar job as soon as I was able to get a license. So that was pretty fun. Uh, Went out to college, didn't really know. And then a buddy of mine introduced me to the construction safety department that we had at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, which is where I went, and was able to see so many similarities of what I was seeing out into the field, because I would go back and I would still do roofing in the summer and was seeing so many of the little nuances. And from then on, I kind of took it and ran with it, completed in five years. So I just graduated, I think it was last May, and fell in love with it ever since. So I've been doing that since I graduated, and haven't really looked back.
1: Good for you. I love to hear those stories. There's so many people, you know, we we have kids that are either at college age or going to be soon. And, you know, some people get so stressed about not knowing what they want to do. And I think There's very few that really know at that age, and it's usually by trial and error or experiences or running into someone that you kind of find something, and that's great that you found something that you wound up enjoying so much. That's usually how it works out, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you kind of find
2: your passion, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it was a little bit of both where, you know, the experience and the trial and error came into play. You know, I've always been involved in the construction industry. That's, true, yeah. That's how my family kind of made their living as I was growing up. And I was trying out the different classes at college, kind of seeing what I liked, you know, whether it was teaching or special education or, you know, accounting. You know, I tried all the classes and then wound up on safety and and it all worked out. So it was a little bit of both. So I'm really happy with my time that I spent over at Whitewater.
1: Yeah, you did have the experience of, you know, the hands-on working and then easier to apply when you get into the safety field. Yeah, that's very helpful.
0: Yeah,
2: and and you also are are a varsity coach of wrestling. I mean, and that also, I think, probably just shows that you like to work with people and develop people.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I had that same friend of mine that introduced me to the safety field was going to be coaching at Kimberly and had told me that, you know, moving up to the area to take a look at it and camaraderie that, you know, I had missed from, you know, my high school wrestling days and, you know, just team sports overall in general, you know, wrestling is a lot like construction where it is, you know, individual focused in some ways, but you're still wrestling as a team. You're getting better with the team. And you see that a lot out in the construction field, so I mean I've seen so many similarities, and I've only been doing it for a year and fell in love with it right away and have really seen hands on how I'm able to apply that at work and i mean it it's just made life a whole lot better for me and like you said, you know the relationships and the and the mentoring and the you know the relationship building i mean it it's huge it all goes hand in hand
2: well, you know I've seen a lot of wrestling matches on the construction sites too. <laughs>
1: And we're not I'd be even... lying if I said that I have not And we're not even to the, I, I, the I joke... resist that one. Yeah, I was going to say we're not even to the joke yeah, portion of the show I
2: just I'm sorry. So, what has what has led you to your current position?
0: There's a multitude of things and I mean it's great it's crazy to kind of think of where I was, you know, graduating from college and you know where I've ended up now and I'm blessed to be where I'm at right now, the company that has a, an amazing culture. Once I graduated from Whitewater, I went out to Utah, the larger GC that was doing a $1.5 billion Facebook data center. And, you know, in my time in the construction industry, we were doing schools and re-roofing schools and Milwaukee public schools, just doing roof repairs, seeing a one point, you know, however many billion dollar campus of data centers and seeing all the different trades and what all goes into it. It was like, holy crap, like this is a lot.
2: I bet a little overwhelming, in my right? timeout-
0: a little overwhelming yeah, at first? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I, I take pride in, you know, I, I have that construction background, but you don't you don't see that, you know, in Wisconsin. You, you're not seeing something like that. You know, you see the, the big downtown high rises and, you know, the hospitals and things like that, but you're not prepared for a multi-hundred-acre complex of construction out basically in the middle of the mountains. So it was really cool. You had a lot of cool experiences out there. Never thought that I would end up out west, and so then – Uh, Came back home to Wisconsin, started as a construction safety specialist, did that for about, I want to say, seven to eight months, just supervising the safety on sites around the area. Tried my hand in the field engineer role, more of the construction management side, you know, falling back on uh, the roofing days where, you know, I was estimating and basically running projects. Did that for a couple of months. And, you know, now I'm at where I'm at right now, which is Keller Inc. in Kakauna and, I've been here for about two and a half months so and I've I've loved every second of it.
1: I like that. Can you talk about how you handle relatively young, right, and being in the field, how you handle that role and kind of the relationships with everyone else that you work with?
0: So I think I mean and and I've seen it from Ted, you know. I mean as as Weird as his jokes sometimes. sound, joking, <laughs> jo- joking with guys on the job site, you know, like I, I was in the field at one day. You know, I understand, you know, the quote unquote stigma. You know, I understand that against, you know, oh, here comes the safety guy. You know, it, you have because to you had that safety, that. you
2: had those safety cops in their minds, right? And that's that's well, the exactly. mindset
0: that they're coming from. And you know, like my first interaction with you know, a safety manager, I was out on one of our commercial roofing job sites. And we had a safety manager for the GC come up to us with his hard hat backwards, telling us that we were doing something wrong, didn't introduce himself, but he had the dial right on his forehead. And I kind of just looked over at our foreman and I was like, wow, I was like, you know, we, we got to shift the narrative here. You know, we got to do something. But being relatively young, you know, I grew up around, you know, the older workforce generation, you know, my grandpa, aunts, uncles, my dad, realizing that they're doing this to put food on the table and have a life after work. And understanding that for our guys that we have out in the field, you know, it's all about them. You know, this isn't about me coming out here to be a cop. This is me, you know, Hey, how have you seen it in the past? You know, a lot of these guys have been on the field, frankly, longer than I've been alive. Some of them, (laughs) Uh, they have, they have more knowledge than I have and understanding that being okay with that and getting their point of perspective is how you build those relationships and build those trusts, especially with, you know the older workforce. You know, guys my age are relatively younger guys, and it it's a fresh face to see. And being able to kind of build off that, you know, young age. Hey, you know, I expect you know you expect yourself to be a former. What can I do to help you get there? Um, is definitely the the trick of the trade in my opinion.
1: I I think you're way ahead of the game just listening to you talk. You know, I I think too just going in and being a little humble and acknowledging their knowledge and how you want to be a part of that and support that. And I know you and Ted have worked together for a bit, and he comments on what a good rapport you have when you guys go to the job sites and just interacting with people. Absolutely. I feel like that's from, you know, just all the conversations we've had, that's more than half the battle in safety is creating those relationships and you know, the approach is everything. No one's going to really want to listen to you or respect you if you come in with, you know, a I know it all approach, like, you know, like you've experienced in the past. So very, very good point.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think even kind of, you know, building off of that, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, I understand that, you know, I want to keep you safe at work. That That is my role, but I want to keep you safe when you're done with work. I don't mm-hmm. want you going out fishing and having a backache from, you know, time that you were on one of our job sites or, you know, having to deal with, you know, leg pain from a broken leg, however many years ago when you were at work, you know, this, it's about the end game. You know, I, it is about right now, but being proactive and realizing, you know, Hey, a lot of everybody has a life outside of work. You know, let's get them to enjoy that as much as possible.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. I think that's missed a lot too.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a a big thing that you and I talk about quite a bit and and being able to make sure that people realize that we're all here. I work so I can live, right? And and that's pretty much the majority of people. I work so I can supply for my family, have fun. But if, if I get hurt... Uh, even just a small cut that can that can change what I'm gonna do this evening right and so being able to keep people safe is kind of what our passion is and, and keep families together and, and 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 you definitely are on on the right track of about learning about that now you being a younger uh, person and me being maybe a little bit more experienced <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> what do you see that the younger force is getting involved uh, in the trades how, how do you think that that is going do you think there's there's a, You know, I know you and I have talked about operators, for an example, and stuff like that. What are your thoughts about about younger people getting into the trades?
0: I mean, you know, wrestling has definitely helped me understand a little bit more about kind of what the younger workforce, you know, is looking at to do. You know, I, I know especially when I was going through high school, you know, it was all about you know college, 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 and that was you know down in Milwaukee. Now moving up to more of the northern part of the state, you know, getting some different opinions the different demographics. So like I'm the oldest of five. So my brother right now is a mechanic. And then my next older, the next youngest brother, you know, wants to be, go be an engineer. You know, a lot of the guys on our wrestling team, from what I've talked to, they like that hands-on, like, let me get my hands on something and let me build this from the ground up. A lot of the younger workforce is super interested. But what I've seen from the younger workforce is, you know, they don't respond necessarily the best to, you know, pointing the finger and saying, hey, go do this, go do this, go do this. You know, they want to be coached, they want to be mentored, they want to be uplifted. They also do want to be corrected if they're doing something wrong, but they want to be uplifted as, you know, hey, you did this well, you know, maybe try this next time and you also did that well. So it's more like that sandwich method of, hey, you did this good, there's an opportunity for growth here, and you're also doing this really well. A lot of people want to be into the construction industry And I think that they just want to see that clear path forward of, you know, working from basically the ground up from an apprentice all the way to a foreman. And I think it's just getting guys to understand, you know, it comes with the experience. It comes with the time on the job sites. It comes with the conversations with the foreman. Um, And it's also exciting because you get, you know, young guys in. And, you know, me, myself being, you know, just a little younger than Ted. You know, you can One or two
2: it, or maybe more years. Yeah,
0: exactly. Just a few months. But, you know, you can explain to them, you know, the benefits of being safe, you know, at an early time in their career. And once you set that groundwork, it you know, it's so easy to build off of that. And it's not only them building, it's myself building, realizing, you know, how the younger force is going to act in, you know, workplace environments, on construction sites. So, I mean, if... If you're a young person in high school or, you know, you're kind of bouncing around job to job, don't really know what you want to do yet, it's a great time. I mean, there's buildings going up left and right. And, you know, everybody's eager to get out into the construction field. I've been seeing a lot of awesome, a lot of awesome things out of the younger workforce.
2: Well, I think also you can learn something that if you don't like construction, at least you've learned something that can benefit the rest of your life also. Right. I mean, I think so. That's the advantage of, of, of the construction. What do you think as far as safety professionals, people coming up, uh, the younger generations, do you think that is something that is appealing to a younger generation or do you think it's kind of one of those things that uh, I don't know if I want to do that?
0: I I can definitely see the side where it's, you know, eh, it's not too appealing I mean, my biggest advice Why, is, why would you, know, you say that? that?
2: Kind of, why would you say that you don't think it would be appealing, I mean, to 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 the younger generation?
0: You know, because that stigma that we had talked about. You know, so many people, you know, in my age and younger have grown up in blue-collar families, and, you know, there's still that stigma that is attached to a safety professional on a job site. You know, they think that we're directly related to OSHA and all we're there to do is, you know, write them up and tell them what they did wrong when... You know, I've been seeing now a lot of the, a lot of my classmates that I graduated with are trying to, you know, shift that narrative where it's, you know, this is more of a coaching position and a resource position instead of a position of what is called power. You know, we want to be there to help people. You know, I would say to get them to appeal to it. I mean, I always say that I have the greatest job in the world because I get to care for people. That's really what it comes down to in my mind. And you get to learn with these guys. You know, if I if I were to go out to one of our steel erecting foremen and tell him that I know more than him, I'd be lying. I mean, this you know, our guys out in the field know so much about the actual building of the buildings. But, you know, sometimes they just they do it so fast because they're so good at it that they just forget the little nuances. And, you know, it's our job to be able to help them with the nuances and be able to be more productive, have better quality, while also keeping them extremely safe. So... I mean, my biggest piece of advice for, you know, young professionals going into that safety role is, you know, be humble and don't force, you know, you know, here's a bunch of safety right in your face. You know, you have to tie it to what these guys are actually doing, which is, you know, building, you know, quality buildings and being productive while while doing it. So wrapping all three of those into one, that's the biggest thing.
1: I like that. That's that's good advice. And kind of going back to just this whole talk of, you know, newer, younger people coming into the workforce, graduating high school. You're right. It is overwhelming, I think. And sometimes people think college, college, it has to be that. And Like we've said before, we have kids at that age that are either there or approaching, and it's very overwhelming, so I think at home, too, you have to balance that with saying there's a lot of opportunities out there nowadays, I think more so than before, that doesn't necessarily mean a four-year degree for everyone and we have um our oldest son who he did one year at UW Milwaukee last year going into it i think he needed to do it to see if he loved it but he knew he wasn't going to but i think he was uncertain or not confident enough to just go do something else you know whether it be a trade or what have you so now he's back home and he's learning something else and he just said you know the the confidence that he's gaining By just seeing that he can accomplish something. For him, sitting in a classroom just wasn't doing that. It wasn't giving him the confidence. So I also think you build a lot of confidence through coaching, like with the wrestling, which then carries over to your position right now with Keller. So it all just kind of intertwines.
2: Yeah, it really does. I mean, I think it's a a neat way that you've brought everything together. And and I think the thing that you bring so much, Ethan, that you do such a great job with, is just caring. It, It sounds so simple. Um, But being able to care for people, you know, you're you're going to be able to build that culture at Keller, which you are doing right now, you know, and and be able to be very successful.
0: Yeah, and I think kind of going back to what Barbara said, you know, it's all that trial and error. It's figuring out your own nuisance, you know, nuances. You know, I, I still go through that trial and error, you know, at work, you know, okay, maybe this way of talking to this individual didn't work out as well. Now realizing, you know, the next time I see him, let's try a different approach. Um, and I mean it goes back to the coaching too. I mean, you know, there might be one thing that I tell a kid to do and he doesn't adapt to it that well, and I can realize that, and then say, okay, well, how about you try this? So it's it's all just working out the nicks and the knacks, and I mean that I mean, relatively speaking, I mean that makes work fun that you know you try, you fail, you try, you fail, and then you try and you succeed, and it's it's like you just won the lottery. So it, it's fun.
1: Well, and I know you and Ted have been working together for a little bit, but this is my first time conversing with you, and I know we've brought up because you are younger, we've brought up that position of a younger you know generation getting into the workforce and stuff. But I just have to say from this conversation y- you just have a lot going for you right now I, I feel yep. I feel like you're way ahead of the game, and just the way you talk, the passion you show, and it it's good for you, yeah.
0: Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And, I mean, I think I had heard of Ted's name, I want to say, about a year ago just through mutual people in the area, just in, you know, call it the safety circle of individuals. that <laughs> The, circle, have up the in safety Valley. circle of influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's been a blast working with him. I mean, just kind of hearing, you know, and it goes back to that experience. You know, I joke around with him because he is older than me, but, you know, he has that experience in that safety role that, you know, eventually I'll have one day, but you know, the the truth is I don't have that right now. So being able to understand what he's seen and, you know, what he's going through and, you know, what he's battled through, you know, throughout his career. I mean, that's awesome things to keep in my back pocket and realize that, you know, I can pull that out, you know, if I run into that situation, you know, going back on it and saying, oh, I remember when we had talked about this and you can apply that and, you know, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work, but you, you don't even give yourself that opportunity to do that if you're not making those connections with people with a lot of experience. Well,
2: absolutely. I think, I think that that's true, but I also think it's a two-way street, right? I mean, I'm, I've learned a lot from you too. I mean, so it's a win-win situation when you can do that mentoring, coaching along, along together. And, and I think the most important thing is that you got to be open, right? That I don't know it all. And, but, I'm. we're not afraid to try new things, you know. No fear, right? I mean, that's kind of really what what, what we need to do in in the industry. Exactly.
1: Yeah, very good.
2: Yeah. Well, super Ethan. I want to thank you for being on TED Speaks. As you know, I'm the positive safety coach. And so, what I want to do with you now is maybe just have a a little wee bit of fun. with you. <laughs>
1: oh
2: my oh, goodness. Man. Okay. <laughs> Never cease
0: to amaze me with some of the comments you'll
1: Okay, goodness gracious. Okay, here's the first one. We'll see how good it is. What happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided at sea? Hmm. That's a
2: Mariner story.
1: The blue ship and the red ship collided at sea. What happened?
0: Oh, boy. I can't even come up with an answer. He knows how bad at stuff like (laughs) this I am.
1: Well, so am I. I just actually looked these up. Um, We got the questions, see. So the crews were marooned. Do you get it? I maroon. Yeah, I get it. I Blue. get it. He's Blue. smiley, but he's Dude. not really laughing. Blue and red okay. <laughs> together make maroon. Yeah, okay. For, yeah. All right. I always say when you have to explain a joke, it's not very good, but
2: Hopefully this one will be better. Oh,
1: this one's a good one.
2: Okay. Uh, this one's a good one. <laughs> All right. Why was the broom late to class? Why was the broom late to class? something it's got to deal with something about sweeping
1: Ah, uh, yeah
2: it overswept <laughs>
1: uh,
2: that one was good, yeah. that was, that was good <laughs> thank one. you and that was mine by the way Ted oh, Carew, I gave it the positive to you safety coach <laughs> Ethan thank you so much for being on the show but if somebody wants to get in contact with you and maybe uh ask you some questions or something like that how what's the best way to get a hold
0: of you I would say, you know, adding me on LinkedIn, not as active as I should be right now. I will put my right hand up for that. <laughs> um, otherwise, just call uh, call the Keller office and say that you want to get a hold of Ethan. Um, that's probably the easiest way. You know, I always have my phone on and, you know, you know, I welcome new, you know, connections with people, whether it's from the area, not from the area. I mean, you can learn something from anybody. So, yeah, that's about it. You can find me on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest way. And uh, feel free to shoot me a message.
2: Well, that sounds good. Well, thank you for being on the show and have a super safe day.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ethan.
2: Thank you
0: for having me on.
1: Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com Or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com, to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week.